0: We here at the Classic Car Corner Podcast and G.D. Herring are hoping all of you are having a fun and safe summer. Over the next few weeks, we are going to air some previously recorded conversations as John, Nikki, Eric, and I will be out of town. Additionally, we are super excited to see our analytics prove our listening audience is growing, not just here in the U.S., but in other countries too. We are grateful for your support and thank you for joining us every Saturday morning. You can visit us at www.theclassiccarcorner.com. Lastly, we want to thank Springdale Automotive Centers for their generous sponsorship of our podcast. Springdale Automotive Centers are locally owned and professionally operated whatever you drive they service. Domestic, Euro, Classics, Diesel, Hybrid. Springdale's services include maintenance, repair, and diagnostics. With four convenient locations, how may they be of service? Welcome to the Classic Car Corner Podcast. We are glad you can join us here this evening. I'm Jason Painter, and co-hosting today is John Lockhart and Eric Benzel. And today we welcome Dr. Robert Block, who owns a collection of some really unique and fun cars. Dr. Block, welcome to our podcast, and please tell us a little bit about what's in your collection tonight. Thank you for having me. Sure, you bet. uh,
1: The oldest one is a 1930 uh, Ford Model A Sport Coupe. Uh, That's the model with the rumble seat in the back, two-door. Okay. Uh, 1953 VW Zwitter. Okay. And a 1979 Volkswagen convertible.
0: Very good. Very good. So let's start with the 1930 Model A. So uh, you talk about the rumble seats. And for our listening audience, rumble seats are seats that are uh, trunk-mounted, right? Basically, it's uh, trunk-mounted. And uh, the term trunk came back.
1: Uh, The old cars would have a a metal lever that would go down where you'd put your trunk. Um, And that's where the term trunk came from. So, But right behind the rumble seat is
0: where you'd put the trunk was, and, and so it would fl- it would shut looking like a trunk but open with the back seat correct
1: that, there you go and enough uh three small kids
0: uh two adults could fit in the back gotcha two adults and okay gotcha Very safely on uh, yeah. <laughs> right, right, <laughs> no <right>. seat belt <laughs> <laughs> exactly yeah. <laughs> yeah exactly you
2: know there's such, there's such a unique feature in the cars when you see them in movies you see the rumble seat in the back oh, sure. and you actually see people
0: riding in them mm-hmm. it,
2: it's just so neat it's it's Americana.
0: Oh, yeah, absolutely. Model A Ford. Yeah, that's exactly right. And so I believe the Model A replaced the Model T. Am I right? Correct. Okay. Uh, about 15 million
1: Model Ts were made. Yep. Um, and then Henry Ford was very Spartan. Um, it was uh, the the only color was black. Right. Uh, no creature comforts. And by the late 20s, other makers, uh, Packard, Oldsmobile, uh, had creature comforts, and they were falling behind. And his son, Edsel, had ideas of... Uh, creature comforts, different color options, and uh was the birth of the Model A.
0: My, okay, so more but, colors other than just black? Exactly. Uh, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. That's right. S- some of these comforts, just out of curiosity, what would have been introduced to your knowledge? Uh, that that wasn't on the Model T that now would be on the Model A that would have been a uh, competitor against the Oldsmobiles and that those
1: the big cars. one was the electric start. Uh, okay, Model Ts were all crank, mm-hmm. and uh, this you still had the crank option with the Model A, uh, but you got to imagine cold going out there trying to start it. Um, there's also a type of fracture called the chauffeur's fracture, uh, where our, the engine would uh, backfire, it crank back. back, and nail you in the arm. Right. So you know not. Electric start was where things were moving, (laughs) so they were behind the eight ball on that. Gotcha. Um, Another uh, interesting feature, they had tempered glass. It was the first uh, master vehicle that had tempered glass for a a safety standpoint. Gotcha. That's Um, a great trivia question.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Okay.
1: Then heat. Um, They had an option where they had a uh, – on the manifold was a a bolt-on metal uh, object, and then uh, you would flip a little lever on the firewall – and the fan
3: would blow uh, from the radiator back yeah. to get heat on yeah. the, in the uh, oh, cool. cabin. There you go. So, huh. nice. Now, did it have? Was roll-up windows? It a, did have a roll-up windows option. Yes.
0: Wow. It, it, and so, help us out here because I'm not exposed to the 1930s cars as often as I am the 60s and 70s. So, in the ones that I've seen, when you open the door, a lot of them actually had wood. Am I right in saying that? Like wood. Um, you know, the door interiors were wood
1: or? The Model Ts, a lot a lot of them were wood, and this is one of the other improvements. You okay. have to imagine if you're driving and trying to have a conversation, it was very loud. Uh, the Model A was all uh, metal uh, okay. cabin, so it actually uh, quite comfortable driving down the road at 50 miles an hour. You can have a conversation.
0: Gotcha. So so they were equipped with a four-cylinder engine. Correct. And they would hit then 50 miles an hour. Is that top speed probably for that? or um, It, it I could imagine. probably
1: do 60, 65. And, really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah.
0: I'm right. surprised,
1: but yeah, yeah it, it runs quite well on the highway
0: so uh spoke wheels spoke wheels uh do you know what size spoke wheels and were the tires i mean i, I can't
1: imagine they're they're narrow, so yeah. it's a little it's a different feeling going into a curve with a narrow tire mm-hmm. um it, it reacts very uh quickly if you do a very small turn, so right. it's it's a there's some
0: nuances to driving the vehicle. Leaf spring suspensions. Correct. Mechanical brakes. So, now, some of the old, old cars, and I don't know about this one, so bear with me here. They had a transverse leaf spring. Do you know what So, So, from axle to ax, uh from front left to uh, right front, uh, the leaf springs were. Um, they went from wheel to wheel instead. Yes. Yeah. That's right. what this has. That's what this has. Correct. I got you. Okay. Well, then, all right. Trying to so explain. how often do you to get to drive uh,
1: <laughs> this Model A? Uh, as much as possible. Yeah, um, we'll take it out in the uh, winter as long as there's no salt or uh, gotcha. you know, mm-hmm. as long as the environment. Do you, you ever take it
2: they're... to any like the
0: local car shows and things like that? Cars
1: and Coffee down okay. uh, Captain's Quarters and some of the car shows.
0: So we're present there. So the next time we see you, we'll be looking for that Model A. Perfect. Uh, absolutely. And so, th- and, and I'm sorry. The color of this Model A is. Uh, it's light brown and black. Okay. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Light brown and black. Okay, so the seats in this are made of what?
1: Uh, some type of uh, wool. There's no seatbelt, um, and there's actually storage underneath the seat. Gotcha. And that was the only area, um, if somebody was in the rumble seat, where you could store items. Gotcha, gotcha. If
2: I remember right, I think they're. It's just like a springs, like an old mattress Correct. with wool on top, which helps. And probably the... a leather or vinyl, right. of some. Yeah. Covering, yeah yep yep yep
0: john john not very uh, comfortable yeah 37 <laughs> olsenville in your family. 39 39 holes. i keep getting that wrong 39 yeah, yeah. i got it wrong for yeah. a while 39. Too, so 39 yeah gotcha you in my mother's birth oh, okay there you go gotcha all right um so so now get up and go on this model a you say it could reach maybe 60 65 miles an hour so Correct. you're at a stoplight somebody in the Hyundai Excel next to you revs their engine. Uh, what happens? Uh, the Hyundai is going to take. Me. <laughs> you're uh, right. you're, first, There's, you're going to shrug your shoulders yeah. and go seriously. <laughs> so,
3: yeah. Uh,
2: ever have issues with overheating?
1: Uh, I have not. Uh, wow. They actually run quite cool, okay. uh, believe it or not. Um, the The radiator system's uh, very robust. Um, it's a two blade uh, fan okay um but i have not had any issues a big thing with overheating is uh if the timing's off uh, on the model a and that the sparks not advanced properly
2: gotcha i just heard the reason why i ask is i heard stories uh like back in my grandmother's days um they used to go to fort knox and going up Madra hill overheating was the challenge to get to the top of the hill with before your car overheated gotcha so that's why (laughs) i ask and A lot of the older cars uh, had that issue issue yeah gotcha I think all the cars back then had that issue yeah it was like a challenge so there would be a bunch of cars stopped on the side of the road letting them cool down before they can get to the top of the Maudraw Hill
1: and probably with the advancements of coolant they're probably just running straight
0: straight water water. yeah yeah, definitely
1: lower boiling temperature and that's probably the big difference
0: so I can only assume that this would have the radiator filler cap on top of the radiator which is exposed Correct. Yeah, and it's uh, it's was it the hood ornament as well? It's the hood
2: ornament as
1: well.
0: Gotcha. Yes.
2: Right down the middle of the hood ornament. Y- yes.
0: Yep. Gotcha. And nice. No nice.
3: Rumble. Now I'm looking at some pictures of Model A's, and I see the rumble seat opened up. Would did they offer any kind of uh, protection from the elements, like a little tent or a canopy or any kind of none thing like that?
1: zero? And one of uh, one of my <laughs> grandfather's stories was they lived in Cleveland, Ohio, and they went to the uh, World's Fair in Chicago. And he rode in the the back in the rumble seat the whole way there and back. Wow! And back for the World's Fair as a for his Boy Scout troop. Man. So,
2: From I mean, Louisville to Chicago and right back now. in a rumble seat.
3: There you go. Yeah, that's right. Back
2: then it was probably a ten hour drive.
3: Yeah. yeah, and they did it. <laughs> and I'm just thinking about the <laughs> exhaust
0: sound. Uh, I mean, not not too bad. Not too bad. No, I was okay.
1: surprised. I've, I've ridden back there. Uh, my son will drive. And okay. I'll, I'll pop back there. I gotcha. it's actually Quite pleasant.
0: Huh. All right. There you
3: go. Very good. Well, I can imagine it, the, the weather would have to also dictate very much so. Going yeah. from Cleveland to Chicago, We're having family in Cleveland during the summer, it can be nice. But if in the winter, I, I don't think that <laughs> would it's be not it. happening No, no. no. <laughs> unless you're really and I'm cross sh- with somebody, get in the back. You're right? Come on, really. <laughs>
2: Right. I'm not sure uh, Jason, Eric, or myself could fit in the back of All that right. rumple seat. Uh, exactly. How much room is it? I you mean, can,
1: You could put two adults back there. Yeah, is right. there some leg room? Two there there, are is, there is plenty <laughs> leg room.
2: Are wow. we on an Allegiant flight? <laughs>
1: We're not on an Allegiant flight. <laughs> oh, okay, gotcha. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's, it's, right. it's quite comfortable. I was surprised.
3: Not Spirit right. Airlines. Right. Yeah. 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 Oh, wow. Now That's really cool because I guess back then, because you think over the ages, uh, right now most of us, at least Americans, are... Looking in the mirror here and the car wall here, a little bigger than, in stature than what they were in the thirties because it seems like they were more of a smaller stature. But I guess they built them for just general size. so it looks it looks small from the outside, but once you get into it, now is there like a staircase or uh, to get, climb into this? There's a little uh, metal uh platform
1: uh, mid back right uh, fender that you oh. can step on. I thought it
2: was, yeah, and,
0: and on the fender, right? right. Okay. And it's fixed. It doesn't retract or anything? It doesn't retract. Gotcha. Some
1: of the nicer, uh, higher uh, cars at the time, they would, would fold back in Gotcha. Wow.
0: Okay, gotcha, gotcha. So uh, roughly how many horsepower does this rascal have? Do you know? I want to say 40. Okay, yeah, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. I was thinking,
2: yeah,
3: mid-30s, yep. 45, yep. probably max. Now for the useless question of the day, Does it? do you have an ooga horn on it? It's got the UGA horn. <laughs> so, uh, oh, yeah. nice, Eric. That's Good. Right. Yeah, I like it. like it. Well, I, a friend of mine has a Model T, and it's got probably five different levers on it. And because of the different air system on it, it's got the UGA horn, a little whistle, different whistles, and different kinds of just noisemakers on it they're just fun and so what kind of do you have more than just the Uga horn or just have the Uga horn just and the uh
1: horn? there's no turn signal so you have to use your arm ah, okay. uh so it's very cool yeah it's, what, what about tail lights there's one tail light <laughs> okay, uh, right. so a lot you of just people want to make sure that works right <laughs> it works okay. uh but it's it attaches to the mechanical lever arms so when you put your foot on the brake there's metal bars that go to each wheel independently and the light uh actuators attached to that so
0: Oh, gotcha! Yeah. Very cool. Okay, oh,
1: never knew that. I that's, did not know. Yeah,
0: that's neat stuff.
1: Yeah, and it's just one light. It's always throws people off if they're behind me. They're like, uh, "What's he doing?" Gotcha! <laughs> gotcha! Gotcha!
0: Okay. I'm
2: trying to I'm trying to picture where the tie light is. Is it in the middle of the bumper? Uh, it's
1: back left. It, back. Oh, so it's, it's on the back very left. very small, okay. and it's actually it's not red. It's uh, a yellowish orange. Okay. Uh, was stopped for that time.
0: So is it safe to say that the one that you have is stock, no modifications on There's it? No modifications. So it, so is it a is it original from the from the '30s? I mean, has it been repainted? I'm sure it's been repainted okay, at some point, but it's probably original coloring and that it's kind of c- stuff. Correct. I, got you. I yeah. got you
1: mechanically and everything. It's all original.
0: So how long have you owned it?
1: Uh, it was my father's, and then. Um, it, these vehicles you have to be very handy with a wrench okay. uh, which he is not Gotcha. <laughs> so, <All right. laughs> uh he was getting uh all, up in years and um uh,
0: couldn't uh keep up with the maintenance and gotcha. so we i ended up so, with so yeah i got yes. you i got you i, I would imagine uh, well first of all it's we all know it's simple mechanics but the question is parts i mean you know where does one get parts for i mean i can imagine that uh you know fuel filters and that kind of stuff are simple but i mean there's do you have problems finding parts for this car? Not at all, which is nice. Okay, so they make uh, plenty
1: of replacement parts. Gotcha. So it's a great right. car if you're mm-hmm. getting into collecting. Okay, to be able to find a part. Okay, um, every part on that vehicle is readily uh, readily available.
0: Okay, are, are we talking NAP Auto Parts, uh, Rock Rock Auto, or? or? Uh, th- there's a couple different uh, okay. companies.
1: There's one in Georgia. Ah, um, gotcha. Where, okay, you know, uh, there's another one down in Florida. Where okay, you just get online and you search your part and and bingo bingo does that, that nice. go with
2: body parts as well like Correct. panels and door jams and you things could, like
3: that yeah get a catalog and build a car so
0: gotcha okay and are,
3: are one cup com- is one company a little more i don't know more authentic than others where they say well this is the actual plan we use the same gauge metal we stamp it the same yes over and, his- and
1: uh you know they've got people you can talk to if you're running into problems so we uh redid the brakes and Mm-hmm. That was uh, <laughs> that was fun. I don't think they've been done in years. Oh wow! <laughs> so, okay. uh, yeah, it's one of those projects
0: where you get into other projects, mm-hmm. uh, but we were able to do it. Very so, cool, which was nice. That is cool. So I'm sorry. Going back to the Uga horn here. Where is it located? I mean, it's not in the. That's kind of private. It's, it's, it's a, a <laughs> personal question. Oh, there it is. The <laughs> right, right. Where he
3: keeps his Uga horn. <laughs> it's
1: actually a dead center on the steering wheel. It is. uh which okay. is also unique because there's other levers on the steering wheel so okay. uh, turning the lights on okay. there's uh, running lights which are right next to the windows and then your main uh headlights uh all that's
0: activated on the steering wheel oh, gotcha wow. so uh help me out here too i'm in, I'm envisioning you know you go to the uh, uh kings islands and you drive these little tin lizzy cars and the steering wheel is almost parallel to the street so is it one of these contraptions where, or is it at a forty-five degree angle? Is it, is it? It's exactly what you'd expect in a modern car. It's a forty-five degree okay, angle. Okay, I got so you. It's
1: not. Okay, uh, I got you.
0: Is it probably wooden steering wheel? How I many? It's wood. Gotcha. Yeah, and okay.
1: then on either side, which is unique, uh, mm-hmm. there's the spark uh, activator and then your throttle. Okay. Yeah. Uh, the starter is actually on the floor, so you have to push a button on the floor okay, and foot. then activate the uh, the spark and then uh, the throttle also as you're trying to start the car. Start
3: it
2: up. Do you pull the, Is it a
1: pull out thing? Throttle or? Uh, it's on the on the right side is a lever uh, mm-hmm. for the okay. throttle. On the left side is the spark. Okay. And then to further complicate things, there's a, your mixture where you can regulate uh, the mixture of fuel and air. Huh. So you're having to listen to the engine and determine: Do I have to advance the spark? Is it running too rich? And what computers do nowadays, you're having mm-hmm. to do by your ear and by how the car is performing.
2: That's my Think of the technology back then. you like right. A fuel-air
0: mixture. You're trying to – the common person trying to All figure right. that All out time. instead of – Yeah. Yeah, they, they <laughs> talk about uh, gear shifts or Five Speeds being the millennial anti-theft device. I, I'm right. afraid that this would be my I, I agree. Yeah.
1: No, right. As far as a, distract, or a distracted driver or trying to text or – Talk, <laughs> there's no you're, yeah, uh, right. you're with the car, i you're got trying you. to stay two steps ahead of the car, and yeah, yep. you're not doing it. I got you. Now, right. is this
3: a, a standard electrical system or is it like a magneto system? Uh, six volt, but six standard, volt. okay. But it's a six volt system with a generator okay, instead of an here. alternator. Very cool. Well, we're going to take a quick moment and ask our listeners please check out our sponsor, GD Herring. GD Herring provides options on ensuring not only your in your classic car, but all of your collectibles. Please check them out at gdherring.com. And please join us at our new website, theclassiccarcorner.com, where you can access our show, learn more about us, and what we're up to.
0: And we are talking with Dr. Robert Block. And again, thank you again for joining us here today. This is uh, Model A's already taken 15 minutes of our time. Let's talk about the Volkswagens that are in your collection. We're, we've got a 1953 VW Zwitter. So um, people probably aren't going to know what a Zwitter is. Uh, I, admittedly, I had to look it up myself. Uh, but once I saw the pictures, oh, okay, I got gotcha. you. The word Zwitter in German means hybrid. I don't know if anybody knew that, and I didn't know nine. why. Wait, <laughs> nine, yep. I didn't know why they may have called it a hybrid. Do you by chance know? If not, no, it's no big deal. It's a
1: hybrid because the, okay. the original design was uh, from the early 1930s. Uh, Ferdinand Porsche actually designed the vehicle. Mm-hmm. Uh, first production was actually was called the KDF. Okay. Uh, and the 19 uh, 1938 was the first production. Okay. Uh once the war was over, the whole reason the split windows in in the back, they had a piece of metal with two small pieces of glass and that's where they got the term split window. Mm-hmm. That was in production from 1938 to 1953. Okay. Um during 1952 to 1953, October to March, they uh were going transferring from what we call the split window to the oval window. Uh glass was now readily available after the war. Um, and it was a safer larger window in the back so you could see traffic behind you because typically with these vehicles, you weren't going that fast. So you had to know what was behind you. Um, and so during that transfer, the body, the internal inside and the cabin was an oval design. Uh, but it still had the the rear window for the uh, split. So Real splits. Okay. So from October to March uh, of 53, they had this hybrid model, uh, see. which they termed this Vitter. Gotcha.
0: Okay.
3: Very good. All right. And looking at some photos of these, you can totally see the Porsche influence, Porsche influence yes. on the shaping of it. Mm-hmm. You can see some, I know the Porsche enthusiasts hate it, but it's you're seeing the precursor to a 911. Oh, 100%. It's, yeah, the 356. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. The 356 comes out of that. Yes. They just basically squish it. They squish the bug and come up with
0: So amazing, Twitter. amazing, yeah. amazing, <laughs> right.
3: amazing automobiles. But it's you can see the family resemblance. <laughs> That's neat. Yeah. So cool.
0: And and so these were produced from October to March from nineteen fifty two to nineteen fifty three, correct? Do you, uh, roughly do we know how many of these were made? Or was there uh very
1: few. Okay. Um, yep. uh it's interesting that 1949 importing Volkswagens here, two were sold. Yeah. Uh wow. Which is nuts. Uh because it ended up being uh in a uh, breaking the Model T record that Henry Ford had until 1972, gotcha. uh, Volkswagen blew past it. But a uh, yep. uh, d- few
0: during that time because they were retooling and everything. Gotcha. So, obviously, air-cooled, four-cylinder, horizontally-posed engines. Uh, I mean, wh- how many horsepower is in your car right A whopping 25. Okay. 25 horsepower. Yeah. Gotcha. So, so gotcha.
2: what turned you on to this winner? I mean, it, was it just a car that really interests you, or did you just stumble upon it and think, that's a really cool car. Or what what drew you to to purchase that car?
1: Uh, growing up my family always had Volkswagens and okay. so and then the 79 Volkswagen was the uh, my parents bought it new first car I ever drove so I always had a uh an affection for Volkswagen. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Always wanted a split and then uh, one day I was online and just looking and I found the split in California and um, the price was uh a fraction of what they normally run. So I had no idea what I was buying. I bought it sight unseen, mm-hmm. uh, came on a trailer. Uh, so, But I'm like, it's a split. Yeah, I, you know, so how was
2: it when you got it? Was it uh, operational or did you have it to actually, do it? A... It
1: actually ran. All <laughs> all right. I, I cool. was surprised.
2: So how much work have you had to put into it to get uh, it to where it is today? Actually nothing. Really? So, yeah, <laughs> no. No. Wow. No. So you found that diamond.
1: I found the diamond in the rough. So uh, you know, nice. I adjusted the valves, changed the oil, uh, checked all the mechanicals. And then with Volkswagens, you can get what's called a birth certificate You uh, through the, the Wolfsburg VW Museum. Mm-hmm. If you give them the uh, chassis number and then the engine number, they'll tell you the date it was manufactured and whether those engines was the matching engine when okay. they came off the, the line. Oh, wow. uh, right. And it's unique for Volkswagens because typically, you know, it's two bolts and you undo things, the engines out. So if mm-hmm. you had an engine problem, they would typically just put a, a new one in. And especially with the 25 horsepower, uh, it doesn't go fast at all i'm right. lucky to go 50. so a lot of people would put 36 horsepowers in when they came available in the late 50s this happened to be a matching number uh engine and chassis oh, wow. which wow. Uh, you did find a right rarity
0: right yeah yep yep and what color really, is it i'm sorry it is blue but. okay because what we're going to do is we're going to ask um if you can share those photos so sure. that when this airs we can pair that with oh definitely uh, yeah that'd be great uh, a lot of fun and in how long team? have you i'm sorry Eric, go ahead uh,
2: how long have you had this car? About six years now. About six years. And this came from California. This came from California.
1: So
3: having a California car without rust. Well, it's interesting. You
1: ended up in Vermont. So uh, Another seaside. So when area. I traced, it, so on the birth certificate, it tells you where it was delivered to. So it was delivered to Hoffman Mortars, which had... Uh, the rights to sell Volkswagen and Porsche in the late 40s and early 50s. He was the only person to sell in New York City. So it went to New York City, Hoffman Motors, and it was sold to a Gentleman in Stowe, Vermont. Um, from Stowe, Vermont to California, I'm not sure what happened, but that's that's where it ended up in 1953.
3: Nice. Wow. I mean, and, and I've seen some YouTube videos it's like, hey, I'm up in Vermont and Connecticut, the, or not Vermont and New Hampshire, the home of rusted-out cars, because right. we get nothing but sea <laughs> air coming in right. here. So from to sea air to east coast sea to west coast sea, and for it to be in that great condition, that is fantastic. Yeah.
2: And the one big question, did they drive it from Vermont to <laughs> <Okay>. California? <laughs> yeah. Or That's east other like way. It.
1: Yeah. <laughs> it's interesting. So uh, when the vehicle first came out uh, in the 30s, uh, uh, Germany was coming out of a uh, economic depression. Uh, people didn't have cars, and they wanted everybody to have cars, because they they're building the Autobahn. And they had to the whoever got the contract. It was supposed to fit two adults, three kids. It was supposed to go third uh thirty two miles uh or seven it's supposed to hold seven liters and be able to go um uh, thirty two miles per gallon. Per gallon. <laughs> per okay. gallon. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, so yeah. this is nineteen thirties technology mm-hmm. and it had to be air cooled because at the time uh in the wintertime, you typically had to drain out your radiator when things got cold and then put the water back in. Um, and so they wanted an air-cooled car. And so um, that's that's the whole design uh, with this engine. So,
0: How about that? That's so wow. cool. Yep, yep. Was there something unique about the dashboards in these Zwitters?
1: Uh, very Spartan. Um, you had a speedometer, uh, the push-button start, and no radio in uh, a glove box. No gas gauge? This one had the uh, accessory gas gauge, but uh, there was no gas gauge. Typically, you took a ruler and you stuck it in the tank, which is in the front. (laughs) Would you? uh, Um, But it it had a fuel uh, lever on the firewall. So if you're driving along and it started to sputter, you had a reserve tank of one gallon. So you'd move this lever with your foot. Uh, and you had to go to the gas station. Uh, but one
0: one gallon would probably get you right. okay. uh-huh. thirty two miles. <laughs> right. There right. you go, that's which is exactly very right. interesting because that's it's, neat you nineteen
1: know, thirties technology, and we're you know some cars nowadays don't even get thirty
3: miles to right. the gallon. Oh, so. that's true. Yep. What was the mileage like when you bought when you got this? So it was from Vermont. Is in California? Was it over a hundred thousand miles, or was it? Oh, I'm sure it's flipped. Oh, okay, because yeah, it's <laughs> yeah, it, it it doesn't go uh, above a hundred thousand. On it just oh,
1: rolls.
0: Wow. So yeah.
3: Yeah. So who knows? <laughs> so it, it's it's probably been well driven, but also well taken care of. Yes, that's fantastic.
0: And so we we know the color of the Model A. What's the color of the Zwitter? It is blue. Blue. And Azure blue. blue. What color? Azure blue. Azure blue. blue. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Blue. Okay. I got you. But how many how many colors were specific to the Zwitter? Were there only like two or three? Uh, uh, I think at that time there's nine
1: different. You there, could get okay. uh, Brown, black, uh, white, red, the
3: blue. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Gotcha, you, got you, got you. Cool. I mean, and for that that time frame too, because you're you're right around the Model A period there. Oh, well, a little past yes. it, but the advancing, the availability of colors and cars like that, especially when you're, for Germany, you're in a depression area and they want mm-hmm. everybody to get these cars. And there's other stuff getting ready to come along the lines there, but uh, it, it's cool that they had those kind of options, also limited options. <laughs> right right
1: well it was uh henry ford uh the second actually had an opportunity to get vw for nothing uh after the war the british were running the plant um uh, major hirsch who was a, a british officer uh, was running the plant and they wanted uh auto company from britain to take over the plant in 1947 nobody wanted it so then they were going to offer it to ford and ford said it was an ugly car that was loud and it was going to no one's going to want it in two <laughs> years, so uh, so quite interesting. And so it ended up going local uh, with uh, a Volkswagen. Hirsch came, uh, stayed on, and made sure it got to where it was today. But wow, nobody nice. nobody wanted it. They thought it was an
0: an ugly car that was too loud and right. Yeah, and it's a standard four speed, standard manual, four speed, right? Correct. Okay, just like the newer. But older ones. Correct. Gotcha.
1: Okay. Yeah, it's the exact same shift pattern as the the, uh, the ones from the
0: 1970s. Okay. And let's flip over to your 1979. So it's a convertible. Your parents bought this car new. Correct. And is this the car you took your driver's test in? I learned to drive and took my driver's test in it. Gotcha. And it is a four-speed manual as well. Correct. All right. Gotcha. Gotcha. So I know that uh, uh, pre-podcast we were talking about the made an auto shift, which was kind of a, a unique feel because um you would have downforce on your gear shift and if you put downforce on it it would disconnect the servo to i think that thing had a torque converter I, I, are you familiar with any i got gotcha. you very little yeah yeah and really i was too but it's it's interesting to see how you know they they had this clutchless shift i mean you still shifted it like you would a normal clutch push down but but yeah you push that was your source of clutch just pushing down so you couldn't have one hand on the steering wheel and the other one on your gear shift because it wouldn't it would it would think that you're trying to be in the middle of the gear shift. So you so couldn't be cool. Couldn't be cool. You had to have <laughs> right. both. You, you had to have your you had to have your ten and two, right? right. Exactly. So, but okay. So what uh, what color is the uh, convertible? Yellow with a black top. Gotcha. Gotcha. And, classic and, color yeah, combination. So this is a one owner vehicle. Um, uh, taken it to any shows? cars cars coffee. and coffee cars, yeah. and gotcha yeah, yeah gotcha gotcha around. so what have you done to that car i mean uh, as simple as those i've got a 69 i told you i mean there's really not a whole lot to these vehicles just you know ch- change the uh radiator fluid every once in a while <laughs> just kidding uh but but uh i mean as far as like normal maintenance I mean, you, uh, same engine same same engine uh yep
1: i was away at college my sister hit a tree with it okay it burned out the clutch so it sat in a garage for 10 years Ah, got my you. mom was moving and she's like hey do you want the car i'm like uh yeah i'll be there uh <laughs> yesterday so right. got the car all the tires were flat uh battery was dead so I put a new battery in check the oil it starts right up yeah. so and that's the resilience of the, the volkswagen, the volkswagen yeah. very simple easy to work absolutely. on absolutely it's just a tough little car
2: yeah i'm not sure what what fails in a volkswagen engine when they do I'm I'm, I'm uh, not even sure the the. I can tell you what it. the
3: modern ones do. <laughs> well, that's <let's> not <laughs> right. go there. Right. <laughs> That right. becomes a very sad discussion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know the, the old air cooled
2: engines, uh, <laughs> yeah. the Volkswagen. I mean, they're they're bolted in with what four bolts yep. uh, that you can take out and replace the whole engine. and have it running in probably 45 minutes. Correct. Uh, yeah. uh yeah. What can fail in that? It's though? such a user friendly. Well, so, so, I mean,
1: you need fuel, spark, and air. Yeah. Yep. So it's one of those three things. Mm-hmm and uh yeah there's a book called the uh, the keeping your Volkswagen alive for for the for an idiot basically mm-hmm. um and it's got everything you'd ever want
0: to know in there very simple um yeah yeah oh well, yeah i mean you you just can't beat them no yeah uh, just simple mechanics as we've all said and uh so is yours uh help me out on trim here did they make a Wolfsburg edition of the convertible? Is that what this is, perhaps? Maybe, maybe not?
1: Uh, it's Carmen. Carmen. Carmen was the company. There gotcha. Two different companies. Uh, one was Hebmüller, which was uh, just 1949 to 1950. Okay. And then Carmen was the other company. Okay. And
0: they. So as a 79, educate me here because I don't know this answer uh was it in fact built in germany imported so last year that they
1: they built them uh they stopped in january of 79 uh and then after that it was uh, mexico
0: okay so but this is a german-built volkswagen this is, yeah it's uh west germany so west germans west German
1: stamped all over the car
0: i got gotcha. you okay so but it was that same year they started making them in mexico so it, so you got one of the last ones in that lineup correct technically correct i got gotcha. you
2: probably till they ran out of parts and then
0: yeah right, right. okay
3: Huh. Now, it did, I guess, as far as just maintenance. Has there been anything like just maintenance on the window, uh, the window uh, bracket that holds the windows when you crank the windows up and down? I think that's the only thing that, maintenance wise, my aunt had a 79 Super Beetle. And that was the only thing. The only maintenance thing is that some water gets down there. It could rust the little channel that the window holds. And they just go over to Whip Auto, get a new little bracket, take the panel off. Four bolts, mm-hmm. and every bolt is the same metric size. They just nice. They don't mess around with, <laughs> uh, here's a 3.8, here's a 4.16, here's a number 14 torque. It's all the same bolt. Right. It's all the same metric bolt, so you can just use the same range for everything. Take it off, put it on there. If you had anything like that, just as far as just wear and tear? Knock
1: or, on wood, no. That's no. Awesome. Uh, put a new battery in it, and change the oil, and change the fuel filter every spring. That's
0: pretty much it. So, so what body work did you have to do to the car
1: uh, to get it back? Uh, left rear fender, okay, um, and it's both on. You yeah, just uh, right. undo the bolts, you bolt yep. the new one on, and boom, done. Gotcha. Very gotcha. simple. And as far as replacement parts like the Model A, mm-hmm. readily
0: available. Oh, um, yeah. You can get yep. just about anything. There's a website called the Samba. Yes. Which you probably I, are on all the time like I am, and it's just nothing but Volkswagens or air-cooled cars, really. But Volkswagen's the, your your primary uh, influence on that website, and they've got some phenomenal things there. So. I gotta ask, what kind of radio do you
3: have in it? Is it still? Do you still have an eight-track or anything? <laughs> it's got the original radio, uh, AM/FM.
1: Okay. Cool. Yeah, and just a one speaker on either door. <laughs> so it's, uh, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. 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 It's, there you go. But it's another vehicle where you know, as far as you see, distracted drivers texting mm-hmm. and driving, you can't do that with this. It's stick shift, and yep. you know, it's, it's fun to drive. Yeah. So
2: well, I can't like, wait. Hopefully, you bring it out to one of the uh, cars and coffees. Right. Uh, yeah. Hopefully, when they get back up
0: here hopefully next month yeah yeah weather permitting uh, of course right yeah that, that's always fun anything else dr. block that you'd like to, to comment on before we wrap up here uh, one other unique thing with this vitter sure. uh,
1: yeah. we talked about lack of turn signals with the model a okay. the turn signal in the vitter comes out of the side it's called a semaphore kind of like uh, the buses so it actually pops it's uh, on the, uh, the metal channel between the front and rear window uh, this orange thing that blinks pops out. Seen, pops out uh, and pops blink. out and really throws people off once again they're like what so is, it's mechanical as it's well mechanical yeah and <laughs> it's just uh, never knew that so yeah cool isn't that awesome but, uh, yeah it is yeah.
0: nice but how about that yeah see the little little trivia things about these cars yep. is just
3: that's a thing i want to get just to turn the turn signal on just to see just the mechanical aspect yeah. of it
0: It's just that's just enthralling to me <laughs> it's so cool Well, Dr. Block, we have so enjoyed speaking with you and learning more about your collection. And thank you for joining us here this evening. And for our listeners of the podcast, like us on Facebook and Instagram. Subscribe so you are notified of new shows. And please leave us a review. Uh, Check out my new book, Drop Throttle Oversteer, Collecting and Investing in Classic Cars, now available at Amazon. And thanks for listening. And until next time, happy motoring from your friends here at the Classic Car Corner podcast.